0: Lottery. lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.
1: Hello, this is Trina B with Girl Let's Talk Atlanta. Today we are having our podcast. Uh, the topic today is living purposely. And I have three beautiful women with me today who will be on a podcast Miss Marley, Miss Lasagna, and Miss Ebony. So we're going to start it off with them introducing themselves. And Marley will begin.
2: Hi everyone, my name is Marley Crow and I am the founder and CEO of Crow Career Services. It's a career enhancement business where we specialize in resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn, interview prep, and overall career coaching. I started my business in uh, June of last year, so we're on our one year anniversary. I'm really happy to say that. Um, and just, I feel like it's been my purpose to help people do what they love to do. Uh, because we spend two-thirds of our life at work. So it's really important that we do something that we care about because um, it, it is our livelihood, and it does affect us physically and mentally. So it's really important to do something that you love, and so that's what I try to
3: do every day.
1: Next we have Miss Lasagna.
3: Hi, I'm Lasanya Berry, President and CEO of mcpherson Bear and Associates. It's an HR consultant firm where we help in three different ways. The first one is the HR partner where we work with small, medium, large corporations where we handle HR outsource services. For small, medium-sized businesses, we are your HR partner, so we can help you develop your HR department. The biggest thing that we help with small businesses is helping them hire and fire the right ways and protecting their assets and making sure they're not going out of business behind the wrong people or doing the wrong things. The second part of the business is we do organizational development. So uh, it's rather basically building people to better perform in organizations. So anything from leadership development, management development, get a lot of calls from people wanting to move into management or they're in management and not know what to do. The last thing is business development. So we're often hired to come and develop um, suppliers. So if you're working in large corporations and your business is growing and you're looking to grow your business, we help you with the key operations parts of your business. So, again, com or McPhersonBerry.com or LasanyaBerry.com for speaking awesome awesome
4: yes next
1: we have miss ebony go ahead
4: girl go ahead hello world my name is ebony hollowfield i'm a registered nurse here in georgia i moved here about four years ago i started a home care business where we service 10 counties here in georgia Uh, we specialize in home care needs for the sick the shut-in and the people who just need special needs and assistance in home um We also just launched a game called Dope Games for You. Our first game, the rollout, is called Okay, Let's Kick It Then. It's for the socialites, the people who want to enjoy life, who want to enjoy life in home, take shots, and live a little. All right now, (laughs) take shots. All right now, okay. Again, my name is Ebony Hollowfield. Holistic Angels Home Care Services is our specialty in home care services, and we also have a game. Okay, let's kick You so, so funny. You so funny.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So, tonight's topic is living purposely. Um, and I came up with this topic because everything that I've been manifesting, every move that I've been making, um, every decision that I've been making, I've been living purposely. Uh, and that's living with a purpose and not, Having life take you And just let life get to you So um, that's the topic for tonight So I'm going to start with Marley When it comes to living purposely um, Can you define that In your own words
2: yes. I think I was recently reading This book by Valerie Burton And she divide. Yes, yeah, what, what is the book called I think um, Successful women live like this Or something like that but it's about your purpose and she said it was basically your purpose is like what you want to do but also helping others and so I think my business is um, helping others and I think it's also my purpose because it's something I just kind of fell into I mean I've been helping people even when I was in college um, helping people with their resumes and things like that but I started my business when the company I'm actually working at now full-time full time I work at a multicultural marketing agency and we were hiring and I was posting on my social media for people to send me their resumes and the resumes were so terrible <laughs> and I told them i I'm not going to pass this to my boss. I just kept it real with them. But I told them, you know, I will do your resume over for you. And then my business just kind of started growing from there. And I've, I've been like become like this expert now, and it's growing into so much more. I'm doing a lot more platforms under this. Um, and I also started, to just because I works at a job that was really stressful for me the job before this and so I think it was also part of my purpose to have a terrible job and a terrible manager so that I could be a resource and an advocate for others so I think a part of purpose is going through some things so you can realize what your purpose is
1: so I just want you to kind of iterate a little bit on you said that the job that you were working um they had positions available. And you started posting on your social media. Now, this is like a perfect example of you using your workplace to kind of help or um figure out what your business um, you know, what business you would start or what your idea would be. So, for those who are working like a 9 to 5, do you um, How would you tell them to kind of go about with kind of figuring out, if they they want to start a business, like how did you really pull the terms on how you started your business from your employer?
2: Yeah, um, I think if you want to become an entrepreneur, just think about either what what you're passionate about, what you're good at, or, um, yeah, what you're passionate about or what you're good at, and I think that's always a good starter. And, I mean, I think... Sometimes Instagram and stuff makes it seem so simple, but starting a business is just really taking the first step. For me, it was just creating my Instagram page and creating content, and uh, my business has grown through word of mouth. So, um, and then I've also, I have a background in marketing and things like that. And so I've always just kind of got my hand in marketing and event planning. So I think it's just about like doing what you want, like what you're good at, think about what am I passionate about. And then just kind of maybe writing it down or just thinking about the first step. So um, also, through my business, I'm working on a workwear clothing line um, because of the feedback I've gotten through my business about people not being able to find things to wear for work. And I know nothing about fashion. But the very first step for me was just getting my LLC and my name of my business, uh, which is called C-Suite. So I just think, like, write down all the steps to get there and just take it day by day so i have my name now i have my instagram so next step is buying the clothes of course so just kind of take it step by step that's what i would say um, but just keep working you know I, I think it looks so easy but realistically like don't quit your job until your side business is um supporting
4: you
1: awesome i think um with that is Like, a lot of people, they want to start businesses, um, and they want to leave their jobs, but at the same time, a lot of people are rushing into it. And when you rush into things, you rush into starting a business just because you want to make some extra income or whatever the case may be, you rush into it, and then you fail. So that's where people like Miss Lasagna will put you on game. So we're going to go to Miss Lasagna. And um, so how do you define living
3: purposely? kind of similar to what ebony was saying but i will tell you this from a different perspective and really um which i think sometimes people are shy away from these days but honestly i started out in my life being directed by others Mm -hmm. so kind of what she said the passion of of the fact of loving math and things of that nature i went and got an engineering degree worked Mm -hmm. for ibm worked Mm -hmm. for ge and it didn't really filled my passion my passion was more HR. So when I say more so living purposely, is getting back to really what your interests are. Stop mm-hmm. chasing the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chase what your skills are, what your focus is, and what you love, and the money will come. And let me say, the money may not come immediately, but I'm a firm believer. If you align yourself with what your God-given talent, the Lord is going to take care of you. And so I would say, even in my journey and where I started out, like I said, it was in corporate. Um, And you talked a little bit about how people should start out. I started out moonlighting. When I say moonlighting, (laughs) mm, I was in corporation and and working in a corporation and started my business because I looked at it from this standpoint. Let me go ahead on stay on this job as long as I need to. Mm-hmm. Let me um, buy everything I need for my business. I'm a mm-hmm. first-generation business owner, so you, yes, you, you yes. talk about the mistakes, yes. I've made them. Yes. So my thing was it was great to pay off all my bills mm-hmm. as much as I can mm-hmm. and then really look at buying what I needed for my business and really started doing it while I was still working in the corporation um, and working for someone else. And so after that, I finally made the leap, and to be honest with you, It was through much prayer. Actually, my move to Atlanta was all on prayer Mm -hmm. um, and living purpose. And I will say to anybody that's listening, you may not always get the support of other people. um, And people, some people that you think should be supporting you. But I will tell you, I am thankful and grateful throughout my move and what I decided to do. I did have the support of my parents, and they really supported me because I told them. I, I spent time with the Lord Mm -hmm. praying, Mm -hmm. leading, asking for guidance and I really listened to the Holy Spirit as much as I I thought I was hearing from it and stepped out on it and I believe if you do that wholeheartedly that God will correct it and put you in the direction and help you meet the people that you need to meet so that was kind of my journey Mm -hmm. Um, it has not been an easy one because like I said first generation business owner but I took that leap I actually left one state moved to another state with no job (laughs) People don't know this, but I built a house, my yes. first home.
4: Yeah, I
3: built in Atlanta with no job. Mm. I was still working oh, and going through a resource session, so they were laying off. So te- technically, I knew I didn't have a job.
4: Right, so I went right. through the
3: proper channels. And some people listen, like, no, it wasn't illegal. I used legal <laughs> channels. But um, I bought my first house, and I lived in Atlanta for like two months with no job. Mm-hmm. Based on my savings, I had already bought everything I needed for my first home. And then... Really seeking and keep going and believing that it was going to happen. And even though I got the job working with corporate, I knew it would happen. So me having this HR consulting business and my my passion of helping people and helping organization and positioning people to be their very best, Mm -hmm. that's my mantra. And so everything that I do is to help build people and build organizations. Helping them save their businesses and save their careers and save, you know, help them meet the goals that they want to meet. As long as I'm helping people to do that, I'm fulfilled. And I'm a lifelong learner myself. And so I I practice what I preach Mm -hmm. and it is what it is. And so that's how I am, where I am now. So if you're really looking at how to, live purposely, I still believe that it has to be rooted and grounded and finding out what your God-given purpose is and aligning with that.
1: Okay, awesome. So there are like... There is, like, several women who come to the platform. They're always messaging, girl, let's talk Atlanta. Oh, I'm coming to Atlanta. I want to move to Atlanta. I definitely want to connect with you or connect with the platform. So for those who are thinking about moving to Atlanta, um, what would you
3: suggest some first things they should do before they actually take that leap? I think... You know, I would say visit, but then at the same time, sometimes visit then sometimes not. But I did visit Atlanta, so I'm going to make you laugh. So I got to know Atlanta because I was coming out of state, coming to Atlanta every weekend, but I was coming to party. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's how you learn Atlanta for sure. (laughs) Um, And then eventually after a year or so, Mm -hmm. I started coming because it was nearing time for me to graduate out of grad school. Mm -hmm. And so it's like it was time for me to get serious. And so then I started looking at from a career standpoint. So I would think it's two things. One, you want to look at um, where you want to live. hmm Mm-hmm. You, you know yourself. So if you know you more of the suburban kind of person, you want to live on the outskirts. Right, If you know right. you want to be in the midst, you know, you want to be there. Right. But the key thing I would say is you got to find a place that's going to fit within the budget that you need. Especially exactly. if you're going to be stepping out um, on faith and doing this and not necessarily working. Or you want to make sure that you're living below your means so that you'll be able to do your business and live purposely like you said you wanted to do.
1: Okay, awesome, awesome. So next we have Miss Ebony. Hey, Ebony, how you doing over Hi. there? <laughs> so, tell everybody, um, oh, you already did the introduction. Okay, so, living
4: purposely, um, can you define that in your own words? Wow, living purposely. Um, I've been in the nursing field for over 15 years. Mm-hmm. I started out as a CNA, I got my LPN, then I got my RN, so. All right, now, it look was, at her. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was. What are we going to do next, Ebony? (laughs) I was living in Indiana in a one-bedroom apartment. I lost my father, and I had visited Atlanta multiple times, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. So I had started Google, Googling, looking around, seeing what was, you know, resourceful for me, and I seen that Atlanta was big with black entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So I ended up moving here, but I came to visit to try to find an apartment, and when I came, I didn't find what I wanted. Okay. So, I went home and went on Trulia, and I ended up finding the, the townhouse that I'm in now, and I never seen it face-to-face face until I moved here, the night I moved here. Wow. So, I was like, that wasn't nothing but God. I ended yeah. up buying that and just started to walk into my light and start meeting new people and start to plant my seeds here. Um So just walking purposely really means a lot to me as far as being prayerful and mindful of what you do and the interactions that you bring into your territory. Um, I do sow seeds. I go to church. I'm very prayerful. Mm -hmm. And everything I've asked God for, he's always blessed me with. I do have a journal to piggyback what you said. So, I write down the things I want to come to pass. Mm -hmm. So, I wrote down to move where I was going to go to start Mm -hmm. a business. I didn't know when I was going to start a business. Mm -hmm. I ended up starting my business in July of last year. Okay. We got licensure in February. All right. And it's just brought so many good people into my temple and prospered me and advanced me as a woman as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, Home care and just health care is my thing. I love caring for people, helping people. Um... Now, the other aspect of my life is the game part. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the game. The game. The game is really. (laughs) So, I'm always at people's houses, and we're always doing game night. Okay. Um, So, I said, you know what, I'm going to create a game where we can be at home. We can laugh. We can enjoy each other's company, take shots, mm-hmm. and um, dance, mm-hmm. sing, everything that we like to do as a people together. So that's how I created the game, and that's just the first of the game because I had a Christian woman reach out to me and said, make a Christian version. We can't take shots. <laughs> you know, do where we can plank and do where we can do prayers on each other and right. stuff like that. So it's just the beginning mm-hmm. of, you know, just walking in. And what I like to do. I like to take care of people. I like to laugh. I like to interact. And I like to, you know, get to know new people. So that's
1: my walking in purpose. Okay, I'm glad that you said you like to get to know new people. So as far as you moving here to Atlanta, you're new here, what steps and what ways that you go to kind of network and communicate with the market here of um, African-American people? Because, you know, you already said that this was like the big entrepreneurship town. Everybody moving yes. to Atlanta. Everybody and their mama and their auntie and everybody moving to Atlanta. Yes, yes. So, when you first moved here, how did you maneuver through the Atlanta audience to kind of figure out, like, what it was that you or who you wanted to be connected with?
4: Well, um, I'm in the nursing field, so i worked at a lot of nursing homes and had a lot of positions as far as that goes. So you meet a lot of people, doctors, mm-hmm. the patients themselves, the nur- other nurses, their family members. So it's just all about interacting with people. You got to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, Closed mouths don't get fed. They showed on. So <laughs> I'm always big on asking questions on what I need to know. And then I also do Eventbrite. So I go to networking events to okay. meet new people. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm real big on the Eventbrite. Then Facebook has um, different things going on on there and just clicking on them and asking questions. Yeah. If I see somebody out that got something going on for themselves and they look like it, I'm going to ask questions. What you do? Right, right, yeah <laughs> This is what I do, can we right. help each other?
1: So you wasn't afraid to kind of get no. into it? Because I know, like, Initially, a lot of people
4: Yeah, but I used to sell, like, purses and stuff back okay, at home So okay. I got to get for gas Okay, you know? <laughs> okay, okay So it's just, once I get comfortable in my area and my temple Then I'm okay, I can walk in it okay. But it's just, in Atlanta, you gotta definitely brush shoulders with the right people That's it,
1: Yeah, that's definitely true Now, you said that um, when you... I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. I always do this. I always have a brain fart. It's okay. The waiter just came and distracted me. So, um, but yeah. So, okay. Awesome. So, for someone who is not a salesperson and is not that friendly and open to meeting new people, what is something that you would kind of suggest to them um, to to help them get out into the market of networking?
4: I'm a firm believer of what you can't do, you hire somebody in that area to do. You seek out a person who can take over an aspect that you can't do. If I'm not good in speaking in front of people publicly, I'm going to find somebody who can do that for me. Okay, okay, I'm <laughs> you know, the same if, way. If I, to, if I don't know what's the best place to go, I'm going to ask questions. I'm gonna go to Google, right, right. you know, look at your Google reviews, you know, yeah. ask questions and yeah. just be open to... Learning. Be a sponge wherever you at. Be a sponge. Close mouth sometimes is a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep quiet sometimes and listen. Keep yeah. your ears open. Observe. Be <laughs> you know, and don't just you know. I'm I'm not into the trends. I don't try in. Right. I'm right. always going to stand out. Right. 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 Be be willing to stand out. You know, but people come to you more when they see you stand out and you're exactly. not like everybody else. Exactly. That's an attraction to people. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. If I if I know I can't speak publicly, yeah, hey, you can. Come on. You <laughs> right. I mean, if need I you.
2: can't
1: cook, hey, come on. You can
4: Come on. We're picking them up. Yes, <laughs> so yes. Be I love it. Open to
1: that. I love that. Um, And what I find is, like, a lot of, and for me, I can honestly say that I love supporting our African-American women. I love supporting our African-American businesses. But at the same time, I've had, you know, bad experiences as well. So I get a lot of people who come to the platform and, you know, and the reason why I, I guess I kind of named the platform or put it a title to it as an open media conglomerate is because I don't want the platform to be categorized as a organization. I don't want it to be categorized as something that people, when they think about it and when they read it, they immediately think about their bad experiences that they have with platforms, um, with organizations here in Atlanta or anywhere. So when it comes to, like, getting people to work for you, or, you know, getting services or whatnot, and um, you've been burnt. <laughs>
3: you,
1: you've you been burnt um, a few times. Like, how do you kind of go back from that, like, to say that, okay, I want to support my sister, but so-and-so told me that this and
3: that, and I don't, you know, so what were you going to say? <laughs> Here's the thing I can tell you about that. It's almost like um, hiring bad people, partnering with the wrong people, you name it, like I said. Yeah, I've had those challenges. It's not only that, but it's looking at it like this. You got to spend the time to develop the relationship with people to find yes, out who they really are. Yes, but it's yes. things that I tell people all the time, and it's like you. I'm that type of person. I always give people the benefit of the doubt. I'm always willing to help. Yep, yep. But I still go back. Look. We weren't really talking about the word, but I'm going to go back to it anyway. Don't pe- feed your pearls to the swine. When people show you who they are and they burn now you there one snap. time. Snap, believe, snap, believe snap, 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 <laughs> snap. So yes. um, I am, in, in, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a very giving person. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've experienced it. I've had everything from um, people trying to take from you yep. and all of that. Yep. But one thing, and I just actually had this conversation with another business owner on last night. And the thing that I just have to keep reminding people that I coach is the fact that guess what it's just like a bad hire a bad contract or a bad partner it doesn't define you it's a learning lesson use it It as a learning lesson sit back what did you do wrong what could you do better what did you you know what was the outcome make a note of it and make sure that you use that in the future so that you don't repeat the things and don't get me wrong Sometimes we fall into the trap again and we may repeat it, <laughs> but I'll tell you like this. You tell me one major corporation out there that has not experienced something and their brand was put at risk and they made some made some bad decisions. So a, if the big boys can do it, as far as a small business, we're no, no exception. We can exactly, go the same thing. Exactly, exactly.
1: And that's what I tell myself and I tell people as well because I coach as well. So I always tell people, just thinking about Walmart, or any department store, you have people in the customer service returning goods all the time, every single day. Do you think that stopped people from going to Walmart every day to buy and purchase from them just because people are bringing stuff back? It could be their customers, the cashier might have had an attitude or whatever the case may be, but people are still coming back to these businesses. So just because you have a small business or, you know, um or you, you know, starting up or whatnot. Don't be afraid of the bad people, the bad relationships. Don't be afraid of that because that is a part of being in business. And I think like a lot of people when they talk about, you know, starting a business, that's one of their biggest fears. It's like, oh my God, what if somebody don't like what I have or what if somebody write a bad review, like it's gonna be the end of my career or whatever. And like I told y'all before, I started my business at twenty one with two kids so I made all kind of buku like screw ups like just all kinds of stuff and the thing about it is I didn't stop I didn't give up I cried some nights I was asking God why but I kept going and I progressed in my business
3: but it's three key things that I'll say even around that the whole talk we're talking about now is um, your purpose. Mm-hmm. And first thing I want to talk about is being strategic.
4: Mm-hmm. I've
3: been noted for being strategic. I didn't mention this earlier, but my background, I'm also an industrial engineer. All right, So now. not on top of an HR degree, I had an industrial engineering degree. Girl, but you being, better go ahead then. <laughs>
4: being strategic.
3: You got to do things on purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's not saying that you're not going to have bumps in the road. You're not right. going to make a detour turn or whatever. But getting back to ground zero. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I created my CEO strategy. That you planner because when you're in Business things and people try to take you in a Direction mm-hmm. people will try to help you and Bring you into their business and take yeah, you off of your yes, Game so you yes. got to stay
2: Strategically
3: Lord. planning on what You're supposed to be doing yep. and if you're Working yep, on that yep. every week now I'm not saying You're not going to fall off and I'm not going to say you're not Going to deviate but you're still going to get back to the Core yep, and yep. being on purpose it's like mm-hmm. having A roadmap map on where you're supposed to be going Yeah
2: just to Echo you it's definitely just about having A plan and a process Because it's just like if you have a plan and a process and it works for some people and it doesn't work for one, then that person's just a bad apple. Because I've had customers like, I don't like this and I don't like that. But I'm like, hey, I've gotten people hired at top companies and if you don't like this template, that's on you. (laughs) And then my thing is... If you knew it all together, you wouldn't be hired. If you had it all together, if you were the expert, you know, so don't let people try to tell you how to do your job. And if they do, I mean, just also with with any business, you have to have good customer service, though. And I'm just always type, if you don't like it, I'll I'll offer you a refund, and we'll keep it moving, and then that's on you. And then also, though, like you said, having people try to come in and get you off, Your road, you know, I've had people as my business grow. Oh, Marley, I have this idea, you should do this and you should do that. And just, yeah, as you grow, people are going to come in with different ideas. And I mean, definitely take people's feedback. And some people have genuinely come to me, like, I think you should do that. And it's sometimes something that I've already been thinking of. So it's kind of just confirmation, like, okay, cool. They also think that's a good idea. But then some people can just get you distracted off of what you got. So just have a plan. If this is your business and it operates like that, stick to that plan. And it's always good to grow but don't let other outside people come in because especially just again like as you get bigger the people that didn't support you are going to want to support you now and it's not always genuine they're just trying to put their name and associate themselves with you and what you got going on so don't you know get off track of what you're doing
1: yes definitely I definitely can speak for that Um, Like I said, when I started my business years ago, I had no support. The people that I, I live here in Georgia, I went to school here. I went to grade school here, middle school here. I went to college here. I met so many people here. But when I started my business... There was nobody, you know, that supported me. There was nobody that I...
0: I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories.
2: I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed.
0: New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts
1: could talk to like nobody was there. But here I am nine plus I'm just say ten years later and I'm still here and I'm progressing and a lot of people like my Facebook is very is I guess it's more personal than Instagram because Instagram like I'm just connecting with so many people but on Facebook is like people that I actually went to school with, people that I kinda you know met and you know things along the years but those people usually when i would post on facebook like i would get like one or two likes i might get a comment like okay i see you or something like that but now since the platform it's just been a year I post stuff on Facebook and now everybody got to, you know, they want to chime in. Hey, girl, I see you. you go, girl. You go ahead and do that. I get inboxes like, hey, I, I'm looking to be a speaker. Hey, I, I got this and that going on. And, you know, me, I'm genuine. I'm kind hearted. I respect people and, you know, all of that good stuff. But at the same time, when I started this journey, and now these are the same people that I reached out to to ask for help. to to, to stand by me, to, like, watch me or help me grow because I was going to help people grow as well. Like, I'm not big on getting people and using people for different things. Like, I love to, I love
3: to... Oh, she over here agreed I'm like you want to
1: say something go ahead <laughs>
3: that's why you can't get discouraged on your journey yes. the path that was given to you we talking about purpose sure. yes. it's yours yes. and so everybody else can not have the same path that you have yep. and I'm going to tell you there's going to be many days where it's going to be lonely and you're the only one there
4: mm-hmm. but you
3: know I, I strongly believe that still God gives you people around regardless you got your core people that's going to always support you no matter what and those are the people are going to help you through that journey and with that. But the key thing is don't get discouraged even in your small beginnings. I work with a lot of millennial business owners. Mm-hmm. And like you said, in one year, mm-hmm. I got one now that already at three million. So if mm-hmm. they were to Ooh, sit God. there and listen to their naysayers, right. guess what? Right. They wouldn't be where they are right now. Right. So I would tell anybody if you're looking for an easy path, a journey, you're in the wrong thing if you're going exactly. in to be a business owner. That's exactly. for number one. Mm-hmm. And then even that from a purpose standpoint, it, even if you are in a career, everything is not going to be smooth. Yep. People expect it to be. Yes, people are going to do you wrong. Companies are going to lay you off. Yep. But you got to be true to your what your purpose is and plan as much as your as possible for hiccups to happen. Because yes. they're going to yes. happen. Yes, yes. But yeah. you got to... Nothing good comes easy. You got to stick to it. Yeah.
1: So definitely, um, I feel like that a lot of people like in the process so we've all went through a process to be a business owner to get to where we are and a lot of people fail at the process they can't get through the process it's like okay boom i've been knocked down and again when people when you're becoming like a business owner or you want to start your own business it could be somebody in the lower parts of alabama (laughs) okay they don't have nothing going on they don't you know it's just like nothing there and for someone who really wants to start a business they have no support um and they're stuck in the process because they can't figure it out like what is something uh Ebony that you would you know what is a method that you would suggest to them to you know get up out of that because the process is always hard and a lot of people get stuck in the process and they stop and they fail and i Talk a lot about, you know, stopping in the process. And just like anything, it's like steps to it. A lot of people get stopped or stop in the beginning steps of the process. So what is something that you would suggest or a method um, for them to kind of get through this process? To, you know, let them know don't stop.
4: Yeah, definitely don't stop. What's for you is for you, honey. Mm hmm Trust your process. You know you know what you set out to do. Yeah. You know what you got to do. Sometimes you may have to pull in different people in order for you to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. But understand, whatever your goal is, stick to it. You yeah. Um, I've had hiccups. We done yeah. had times where they say no. Yes, yes, <laughs> and it's like okay, I gotta recalculate my route. Yep,
1: yep. you
2: know,
4: I, I know what my goal is, the right? The goal didn't change, but the route changed. Yep, yeah, it's okay yep. that the route changed. I'm still prayerful, I'm still mindful that I know what I set out to do, it's just gonna take me a little longer to get there. But be confident, be secure mm-hmm. in what you're doing, like, no, like, this mine. I don't know how I'm gonna get it, but it's coming. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, be consistent. You know, a lot of people want it but they can't they're not consistent. You gotta be consistent yeah, with what you're doing. Like you can't set out to say, Oh, I wanna own a business, but you ain't put no time into it. Right. You, know, you right. gotta take time out right. to feed your business and mm-hmm. nurture your business mm-hmm. and bring a positive relationships right. into your temple and all of that. Like definitely
2: I just want to echo on you with the consistency because if anything, that's the one thing I hear the most about my business is, um, especially like if you're on social media, Like I have a, a day every day. Like I have Motivation Monday, Tuesday Tips, Workwear Wednesday, and Thursday Talk. I do it every week. I've been doing it every week for a year. And that's the one thing people just like, I see you all my time. So even if they're not buying you, they're seeing you. So just keep doing it. Keep being consistent do it every day and so so now I do it so much if you even think about a career you're calling me because like I'm on your timeline every single day so just do it like even if you get I don't do it for the likes I I might get five likes one day but then I have really good days and people are really engaging with my content so just be consistent whatever it is a post a week a picture a day an interview like create some kind of thing that needs to happen and do it Consistently, That's the only way your
4: business will grow. Definitely. And like what you said, like you may get two or three likes. Just because you only get two or three likes, that don't mean that nobody watching, baby. They watching. <laughs> Check like the your videos. insights. Look at your oh, yeah. insights. Your insights in the thousands, but your likes may be one or two. So you watching me. They sneaking and watching. You see what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You watching me. Yeah, yeah. You may not like it, but you see me. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and I would
3: just add in more from an internal standpoint. Get yourself connected with a mastermind group mm-hmm. or advisory group. Mm-hmm. Cause back to what you were saying, you don't know everything about being a business owner and about your strategy. So you might want to connect yourself with people who are have the strengths where your weaknesses That's are. So to help you build your business, and I think around the room right here, we have first-generation business owners. So we don't have others that know, but there are people out there who have done it. Make them a part of your advisory or join a mastermind so you can learn from one another and build your business from that standpoint.
1: That is definitely true. So if you are out there and you want to start a business and you don't know which direction to go, um, always do your research. Start with research, and that's like the first thing that any business coach will tell you. Anybody that's providing you any guidance or anything is going to tell you to do the research first if you're not doing your research um and if you're not understanding what it is that you're about to get into you are going to be lost completely so definitely do your research um connect with the people that you need to connect with as well now i wanted to go back into what was i saying uh about the the individuals like now they come towards me and they want to you know take advantage of the opportunities and things that the platform has now like i said i'm an equal person or whatnot and i don't believe in turning anybody down or whatnot but at the same time this is something that i am growing through and i'm going through um and this, like i don't know like whether to feel like a certain type of way or to just go I, oh i don't i don't know like to feel a certain way or to just go like... Because I'm still like... And again, I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. But there are things <coughs> that are coming on my timeline and things that are coming into my... Um, my I guess my energy or you know coming to interrupt my energy as far as me being productive and being progressive with it because like you said before people will come into you know your business giving you ideas and suggestions and things like that and I've had like several people say oh you know this and that and honestly like literally today I had to ignore like two phone calls because one I do it but at the same time I don't feel like it appeals to what I'm doing right now. And I know these people. I know the type of people that they are. And they're gonna disturb my energy. And I'm just like, I really want to support. I really want to be there or whatnot. But at the same time, I already know this is gonna throw everything
3: that I have going on, like, off. I would say this. So... Back to what you were saying about what I was saying about having a strategy. It's almost like you know what your plan is. Mm-hmm. You almost have a checklist. So when people mm-hmm. come to you and they're bringing ideas, you put it against your goals, your values, what your yeah. what your strategy is. And if, and if you up. if it don't line up, it's right. off to the side. Right. Right. Now I'm, I will say this: don't necessarily ignore it or not um, consider it. I would say add it to a list or maybe for future things that you might be considered doing. But if you're hearing it enough. The test of water, maybe your industry might be moving a little bit, but I would definitely say it's almost like having your dashboard or your scorecard. You measure it up against that checklist, and if it doesn't line up, then you put it in that bucket. When you're looking to expand, here's some of the things I may want to consider. Right,
4: right. Yeah. And when you're doing relationships like friendships and bringing people in your atmosphere, have your deal breakers up front. These my deal breakers. If you can't meet this, I gotta go. You right, know, I'm, right. I'm not gonna bring nobody into my space right. to mess up. You know what I got going on. Like what you said, sometimes I ignore people when they call me. Like, no, you ain't talking about what I want to do today. Mm-hmm. We'll talk later on when I ain't got this going on. But right now, I'm focused, okay. and this is where I'm at. And you got to have your deal breakers and you got to be consistent with your deal breakers. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth with nobody at this point. Right. (laughs) And that's what you got to stay true to. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to what your journey is and move forward. Always look for advancing. Like, if it's Mm -hmm. subtracting and dividing from you, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Period. I ain't going to think twice about it. If you subtracting and dividing from me, you got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: I'll agree Yeah, definitely have your deal breaker But don't burn bridges either Because I think sometimes you get into the like For example, so I'm starting this clothing line So this girl that I went to school with And when we were in school together She wasn't the nicest to me but now she's, um, like, she works in New York. She's really connected. She works at, like, Teen Vogue and all this stuff now. And, like, I'm trying to start this clothing line. So my best friend was like, really, Marley? Like, you're going to work with her? And I'm like, but well, this is my business. The ball's in my court. So now, like, I can decide, but I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to work with her because she 14. talked messed about me six years ago. You know, I'm going to move past that. But um, the ball's definitely in my court now. So don't burn bridges because of a past situation with someone when they might be able to help your business. But just definitely know, like, if they're a person, like, so if this girl... Is known to be stealing. Like I'm not gonna work for her, right. but if she right. might, you know, uh, you know, be like, you know, have talked about me before, I just know now to tread lightly and not get too close to her. Mm-hmm. But we can still work together, like right. you know, like we can still get some stuff done. So don't be, you know, don't let pettiness stop you from yeah. your purpose, like you know. So you know, you sometimes got to put differences aside if it's the best for your business, because also. That's a part of networking too Some of the people that you need to get to that next step Might not be the nicest They might not be the coolest They might not be your friend But you got some of the most successful people I've seen Have just been consistent And they're just there Like sometimes I look at them They don't even seem qualified But they're just there Like they're always there And they're not letting that petty stuff stop them From what they're trying to do So that's
3: And you know and it gets back to too A little bit of what you're saying It's hiring the wrong people Mm -hmm. Yeah Mm -hmm. So when you're working it well, that's, you know why? Because you don't have, sometimes... You got you people right, you like her have. who
1: building their resumes. Right.
3: Exactly. <laughs> They're building their resumes, but that's why you need that HR person, because you really need to be doing background checks. Yeah. You need to have, make sure your job description is there, and you need to check them references to make sure that they are who they say they are. Right, Because right. you got to remember, anybody that you connect into your business, or you as an individual, is impacting you. your personal brand and your business brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm,
1: Yeah, that's definitely yeah, true. Uh, like, I... What I what did I I said something earlier about um, you know when people are starting businesses now and I always iterate this little snippet like so for instance I used to work at Burger King it was like my first job ever um, but I'm gonna just say Burger King because I've experienced like people in Burger King. So, for as far as like somebody that works at Burger King on a daily basis, they want to start a business, but they don't know anything about business. And I spoke on a live about this as well. Um, us as business owners teaching and showing these people who don't know anything about business how to communicate, um, how to talk when it comes to business, because a lot of times, When I, like, when people message me, they like, oh, you know, such and such. I'm like, throw it all the way off. Now, I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Bankhead. I understand all of it, okay? I understand every last word that, you know, she said. But at the same time, I'm just like, okay, you know. Yeah. So, when you are, and, and I was speaking like on the live like we as business owners kind of have to teach these um, new entrepreneurs or these new people who want to start businesses. And a lot of people feel like, oh, that's not my part. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's not this and that. But at the same time. We are trying to actually empower our communities. We want to bring black dollars in our community. And it starts with us teaching them um, how to communicate. <laughs>
3: it's so funny you should say that. <laughs> I got asked from corporations to, like you said, just helping out in the community about how did you start your journey? How uh-huh. did you get started? And that's why I created a program called the Business Catalyst Program. So if you go to at McPherson Berry, I'll share that with you. And I help people with their business idea and develop it to a business or let them know you know what this may not be the best business idea Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. but more importantly most of them come with great business ideas but Mm -hmm. they don't know how to get started Mm -hmm. so i just created because remember i'm in the in the business of helping people and organizations so okay i started a business college just to do that so either at their startup phase and if you are a millennial this is my third get ready for a third or fourth cohort i can't remember right now called the Emerging Young Entrepreneurs Program. And if, if you're looking to do business to business, um, it's a program that was funded by MetLife and some other major mm-hmm. corporations. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting ready to start sourcing for our next um, cohorts, and we're looking for 25 businesses especially those that are in technology and emerging and innovation Mm -hmm. and we actually take them through a year-long program Mm -hmm. where we are helping them build their businesses and like i said and one of the entrepreneurs went from six months in the business and then out there at three million Mm -hmm. i'm
1: interested (laughs) look (laughs) and, and and that's
3: one thing like i'm interested yes
1: i have years under my belt but at the same time we have to learn and understand that We are always learning on a daily basis, and it's okay if you had to go back to school. It's okay if you had to take this course. It's okay for you to do that.
3: You have not failed. You were just furthering yourself. Well, I'll tell you this you got to invest in yourself before you can get it started. It's something else. I mean, many people who did not go to college. Yes, I got two degrees working on my third by having my doctor. Yes. But guess what? You, even if you don't go to college for a degree, you mm-hmm. got to make the investment in yourself to get where you need to be. Mm-hmm. You don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Learn everything you can. And then after that, you hire the right people to support yep. you in yep. what you're doing. Yep. But you got to start with yourself. You yes. have got to make that investment into yourself mm-hmm. as to what you're trying to do. Because yep. if you're not willing to invest in yourself, why should I invest in your business? And why should I buy from you?
1: Okay, awesome. So talking about, <laughs> hey, she dropped the mic. Dropped the mic. she placed it drop it she placed it (laughs) so speaking of investing in yourself i'm gonna go around and i want each one of you all to talk about your biggest investment and what was the results
4: of your biggest investment ebony (laughs) Uh, My biggest investment to date now was starting my home care business. I'm Mm -hmm. about $10,000 in. All right. In a year's time. All right. Um, And that's just from doing policy and procedures, marketing, Mm -hmm. hiring clinical liaisons, Mm -hmm. hiring people to go out and network for me, Mm -hmm. uh, promotional stuff, brochures right you know paying for lunches and yeah buying yeah. donuts and yeah coffee yeah <laughs> buying drinks at the bar for people so people don't food. understand that like, that work right, right there a lot um and you have to be diligent like I still work part-time mm-hmm. um I work at night now so I can maneuver during the day but um yeah <laughs> and I can't wait to get all my 10,000 back okay okay <laughs> <But it's coming. laughs> Yes, it definitely will um, it definitely will. Yeah, the home, the Holistic Angels Home Care Services has definitely been my biggest investment so far. Like everything else, doing just little lump sums and residuals, but that's the biggest thing. But I know I'm gonna get back. Yes, not just. Yes.
1: We ain't talked about residuals yes. yet, but yes. go
4: ahead, go ahead. I know I'm gonna get back. Not yes. Just, uh, you know money wise but mm-hmm. spiritual wise yes. you know the relationships and the things that i see like i've seen people come in on um, in wheelchairs and not breathing on their own and walking yes they leave out the door yes. so that's what you know keeps me going yeah. that part of it so yeah, yeah that all so right like Home Care Services.
1: all right so miss uh, marley what has been your biggest investment to date, and what has been the change
2: I mean, since I'm, like, an online business, I haven't had to invest too, too much. I think um, mainly, though, just maintaining my brand. So, like, for example, I have to pay for my domain, you know, every month for my website to be up. I am paying for my professional email address. And then also, like, my brand. So now I'm career services. So even just, like, the clothes I wear now, you know, and I'm trying to start this clothing line. Like, I'm trying to look. I always got to look professional. I always got to look corporate. That's that's my brand now. Um so just um, just branding myself really has been my biggest investment. I think with the clothing line, my biggest investment will be the actual clothes. And that's going to be, a, you know, that's going to kind of make or break it, right? Because I buy those clothes and it's a of if they sell it. Um, so, yeah, that's really pretty much been my big investment. But it's needed. Like, I need a website. I need to stay on brand and stay who I am. So that's kind of been it.
3: I echo everything that everybody was saying, and I'll just add this, this final part to it your time yes. and your sacrifices yes. I think that's that infinite investment that nobody talks about yes. and the fact that I am a mother and yes. you kind of talked about yes. it so the time that you put in your business is um, and time is money, yes. So, even though we may say we, you know, and we invest you know money and that mm-hmm. is a major thing, mm-hmm. but at time you got to mm-hmm. be willing to make sure you make the time for your business mm-hmm. and the sacrifices. So, you may not be able to take all the trips, you may not be able to, um, in Atlanta go out on Friday nights and Saturday nights. <laughs> oh, you know, Atlanta nightlife, night huh? Night life, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> make the sacrifice that for your business, right? But not only that. The sacrifice that you're making from your family. Yeah. So if you got yes. kids or if you don't have kids, you know, your significant <laughs> other and yep. and just your parents even as well. Because yeah. um, a lot of us, and just sitting around the table, millennials and Gen Xers, we're in that in-between st- in stage where we're taking care of our kids and our parents. you got to yeah. look forward to that as yeah. well. Yeah. So as a business owner, if you're looking at it, don't leave that factor out because that's one of the biggest yes, investments it, that you're yes, giving out yes, is your time and yes. sacrifice from money. To the most important people that um, in your life, right, and helping them understand. That you're building a business and it's not just for you, it's for all of them. It's a legacy. And when you're making these sacrifices, it's a legacy. you know, it, you're right. And I'm building a legacy because my, my goal is to be able to give my business to my kids going yes, forward yes, and make it generational. Yes, yes. Know, my family's been doing a great job with that as far as land, property, yes, and things of that nature. Yes. But now I'm looking, how can I add to that? But I would say time because while everyone else is running and doing other things, yep. you're at home and you're working. Yep. You may not you know me be putting off dating and things of that nature. So don't leave out the time and the sacrifices. I think that's like the that infinite yes, sacrifice
1: yes, that you yes, need. Yes. Yes, yes. So that's what when you talk about sacrifice and like I said, I am a mother and I've told this story many times at different events. Somebody when I first started my business, he asked me, he said so. When you start this business, you're really passionate about this business. He said, so if you need equipment, if you need something for your business, but your kid's hungry, which one are you going to choose? Of course, at that time, I said, my kids got to eat first. But right now, like we've been without several times, but we've been up several times. So when it comes to sacrifices, I fed my business before I fed my kids. But the return... That I got back on my business was tenfold. So when you sacrifice different things, and you gotta make the right sacrifices. Not saying that we were sitting in the house and we had nothing. We had something. It might not have been what I wanted to eat or what they wanted to eat, but we was eating every single day, and we are always eating every single day. So when it comes to sacrifice, you definitely have to pick. And choose the right sacrifices um, for you to, you know, go further with your business. And just to close it out, living purposely means that you are living intentionally. Again, like you are living up to your full potential. We all have different lives. We all go through different things in our lives. But at the same time, there are some individuals who can go through those, go through those things, and they can live. Um, through it and they can pick up, they can wake up and they can go through it again and there are some people who cannot do that and this platform and women like myself and the other women that are here, we are here to encourage you, we are here to motivate you and we are here to push you through your your end zone, we are here to push you through every part um, of your process And to close it out, I definitely want to give a big shout out to our sponsors today. So our first sponsor is Swagger Magazine. They are out of uh, North, not North Carolina, New Orleans. Swagger Magazine is a magazine for African-American culture. They highlight different entrepreneurs um, and advertisements in their magazines. So if you are um, on social media, definitely look them up at Swagger Magazine and check out their features and opportunities they have available. Our second sponsor is Ruffin Consulting um, Insurance Firm they are a insurance firm here in Atlanta, Georgia. Miss Ruffin is like she is so dope, she's so bomb. Um, she's changing the perspective of life insurance as a millennial, as someone who doesn't have the knowledge about life insurance. She provides all the strategies, all the expertise advice on how to um, manage and get and understand life insurance as well so we are changing the narrative of life insurance so if you don't have life insurance definitely support our sponsor Ruffin Consulting um, and that is mentioned on our podcast newsfeed. again I am Trina B I am the founder of Girl Let's Talk Atlanta we have several events that are coming up and we would definitely love to have you a part of them so check out our July calendar as well as our upcoming events as well on our Instagram feed. And real quick, we're just going to go around the table and have the ladies save their social media platform and their websites. We have...
2: Hi, this is Marley. Um, Marley Crow. So my website is Crow, C-R-O-W-E, careerservices.com. That's also my Instagram, crow Career Services. Um, so yeah, those are my two platforms.
3: Yes, and for Lasagna Berry, <laughs> McPherson, Berry & Associates, website is McPhersonBerry.com. That's M-C-P-H-E-R-S-O-N, Berry, just like the fruit, .com. And if for speaking engagements, it's LasagnaBerry.com.
4: Ebony Holifield, Holistic Angels, H-C-S. The website is the same, at com at the end. And also, Dope Games for you. And that's the number four. Thank you. Be blessed awesome awesome thank you each and one of you
1: i really truly appreciate you all support (laughs) thank you i appreciate you all for seeing the vision for girl let's talk atlanta and if you don't know what girl let's talk atlanta is now you know a snippet of what girl let's talk atlanta is we are atlanta's and you know what i did some research today and i did research before but i did some more today Girl, let's talk Atlanta is the only open media conglomerate, period. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) definitely check out what we have going on. And definitely, um, I truly appreciate you all support. Check out our sponsors and also check out our podcast guests. Thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to chatting with you all soon.